All right, here we go. It's uh, it's three fifteen. Hi, Bethany. Hello. Hello. Um, no, it's Eric Chase and the Fam. It's the podcast edition of the show, Friday, January eighth. Um, or like I saw somebody say yesterday, uh, it's December thirty seventh of twenty twenty. That's another way to look at it. Mm, yeah, 2020 hasn't wanted to, to let go of us. Um, no. Philip is not here because we were, we're recording later than usual. I'll get to why shortly. But um, he's either one of two things. He's either asleep or really, really drunk. Um, <laughs> he can join the podcast in either state. I did send him the link if he wants to join us because um, because something that Alex and I talked about on Monday. I have a question for Philip. So, But um. Hello, young one. Hello. So this week, I have been sending Bethany, I've been taunting Bethany with pictures of um, the uh, 80s parody movie, The Toxic Avenger. You might want to look that up so this has some context. Um, Bethany, do you want to tell everybody why I've sent you those pictures? Because I made the mistake of sharing intimate details about my life that you then hound me about. And he, I asked me what I was doing today and I explained that I had I needed an eye exam because I needed new glasses. And, or no, I remember what it was. I put on Facebook that I was looking for recommendations for eye doctors. Yep. And so you responded and, you know, private messaged me back and then said, you know, get your glasses from Warby Parker, one of the online places, to which I responded, I would love to, because I used to get glasses from Warby Parker, but then I, my prescription required a prism and they can't do prisms. So I couldn't get Warby Parker glasses anymore. And then Eric goes, oh, what? Okay. I'm sorry. What is a prism? So a prism is just part of the prescription that helps your eyes align their focus uh, because some people, whether they have a, it's not a lazy eye, but some people like their focus is at a different level. And so the prism just kind of helps like, you know, bring, bring the levels together so that you can focus in, on the same point. And then that turned into me having a half melted face and I was so offended. Good. Um, well, you, now, now that you've explained it, it makes better sense than we were when we were discussing online. Cause you said your, your eyes are at different levels, which, uh, um, I said my eyes focus at different levels. I didn't say my eyes were at different levels. Maybe I missed the focus part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your vision is at different levels, but it's your I, I read your eyes are at different levels, and I immediately thought of the Toxic Avenger, who in the eighties in that movie had some. He was like a nerd, and the cool kids, which like that whole decade was filled with those kinds of movies. <clears throat> um, like the cool kids walk this poor dude into like a toxic waste dump and he came out being a superhero, the toxic, like his face was melted, as you said, but he also right. got like, like super strength. Um, with the melted face, one of his eyeballs was down near his chin. And that's immediately what I thought of when you said your eyes are at different levels. Yep. Cause that's where your brain goes. Yep. 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 You know, I love you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the TSA stuff? Can we hit that now? I mean, we'll we'll get uh we'll get. Hey, I forgot. I didn't even think about how big and how popular Dave Gerke is, and how many uh, podcast listens we can get by having him on. Um, oh, it's it's endless. An infinite amount. Everybody knows Gerky, but uh, we'll, we'll, I'll worry. We'll work on that for next week. But what's going on? Um, I should have done my homework, so I had dates for you. Um, uh, no, things are good. Uh, our enrollment season is happening right now, and obviously, um, if if you know, you know. But we are sixth through twelfth grade, and the best chance of getting into the school is the in sixth grade. The lottery, but also in sixth grade because we can take a hundred kids instead of one or two, maybe in the other grades. So, um, so enrollment season is happening and we're accepting applications. I know that we've pushed back the deadline, um, cause Miss Rona is around. Um, I don't have that date and I want to say it's like February 13 or 14 or something like that. Um, but I know you have a little extra time this year, so, uh, we'll, we'll get actual dates and stuff like that. But just so people are aware that we are accepting applications for next school year and, uh, yeah, sixth grade is, is one to get in. And for those that don't know, we're talking about TSA Toledo school for the arts and don't worry about the dates. Um, and we'll get, we'll collect that with Gerke next week, but the, the, the the upshot here is um, many people clamor to get into TSA, and that's why there is a, a lottery, um, which yep. before I end my Toledo radio career, we will do it in some type of big media fashion. Um, <laughs> but it, but until then, uh, people who are seeking out that opportunity to get in, it's coming very soon. So, yeah, you you guys have been virtual nonstop, right? Like nobody's been in, none of the kids have been in school. Correct. We have been virtual all year. <laughs> How much has that affected things? And I think I have asked you this, but it's always good to get updates with this because things are ever changing. How has that affected the learning experience for the kids knowing that it's different from a usual school? Because there's a lot of hands-on, like, uh, who was the guy when, when I did my, my talk that one day, like we were next to the Kung Fu class, like you got to do Kung Fu in a, in a class. You can't really do that on Zoom. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of good and bad. I mean, we are a building of really creative people and really creative staff and faculty, and they've somehow managed to, you know, take their arts integrated education online and not skip a beat. Um, and the kids are still creating a lot of, you know, they're, they're still able to create, but a lot of it is now in video or, um, you know, we've been making the, the art staff has worked on creating like, like a to-go bin of art supplies that then they can deliver to the kids and, and they can create at home. Um, are you familiar and, with, uh, uh, with Specs Howard up in Detroit? No. Uh, like a long time ago is a radio and broadcasting school and they have, uh, wisely evolved over the last 20 years, but very much so over the last 10 years. Um, and now it's not a broadcasting school per se, it's media arts. And that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like you guys have, um, evolved to at least, or, or at least uh, transitioned to, at least for the, for the time being. So while some of the kids are maybe not getting some of the specifics, like the Kung Fu skills, maybe they're learning other things through electronic media. I mean, the, no, like they're, 
they're still able to to do that via Zoom. I mean, the the dance classes are still happening. Uh, they're still able Good. to choreograph over Zoom and and figure that out. And uh, it's it's been pretty cool. I'm, you know, I love to see what's coming out of the classrooms because we've still we've wanted to keep doing First Fridays, and that has been. Um, you know, via video. So there's the kids are still submitting, submitting stuff that they're working on and it's just being translated in a different way, but that's pretty cool. Good. Um, let's, uh, let's talk business here. Cause I did see my friend Jen Wakefield today and she wasn't there with me last year. Cause we had, Oh, actually Jen was there for a second or I think it was almost like two years ago now when we did the, the suicide coalition prevention yep. coalition presentation. But I told her that you were, uh, you were looking for us. So what are you looking for us? To do? You want to do a session with us? Yeah. So our, the TSA ambassadors is a service learning oriented, uh, group of kids that, um, have to apply and qualify, you know, they're kind of like our, our top ranking students. Um, and we've been meeting with them regularly, even though, you know, they can't necessarily get a lot of service hours, but we're still meeting with them regularly and trying to bring in guest speakers for them because they, they think that's really cool. So your name, your name came up as, mm. as somebody that could be a guest speaker. Who so. brought my name up? Uh, could have been me. Mm. Yeah. And don't worry, when I was kind of, well, when I was kind of snarky with you, as I always am, I know, which time was it when I was like, which one? Uh, When when people, uh, that usually trips everybody up. They're like, hey, who do you do speaking? What's one of those groups you speak with? I'm like... All of them, but right. it's, it's, which one? it's usually the, the Suicide Prevention Coalition. So, yeah, we're, we'll be happy to do that again. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, just let me know. Um, just text me when or, yeah, just give me info. Oh, when yeah, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. And Well, I, I know, but I'll pass you off to Jen. Jen's the one that's going to coordinate all that stuff. I just go where she sends me. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm going down my list of things. So um, I, we had to go late today. Uh my morning was a little, so did he have to go to the vet? I'll come back to that, but I have, okay, I was going to ask about that. We'll get to that. That's a whole, that's a whole fucking story. Um, <laughs> I was invited by Mary from the blade to do, uh, cheap eats. She's the, the food editor and cheap eats is where they go. It's, she's not a food critic. Um, she does actually her usual column is like recipes that she digs up and she pontificates about food and she's wonder I love having her on the podcast. Have you listened to those? Uh I yeah, a couple of them. Do you want to lie and say well there's only two. So if you want to say it's totally fine to be truthful. Then I must have heard both. Mm. I it was like two. Um Sorry, just making notes. Uh, she invited me to do this, and Cheap Eats is where they go around in different places, and you can eat for under 10 bucks. And uh, today, she invited me to come up to, say up to, because, God, I, I, I don't like going up to North Toledo for whatever reason, um, to Big Slice on Alexis. And I had had them a bunch of weeks ago, and Mary had had them on the go once, so she wanted to do a feature with them, and it was fucking awesome. Um, they yeah? Got, they got a second oven, so they could crank out food in different ways and better than pizza cat uh i haven't bought from pizza cat in a while for several reasons they're not on the app that i used to use and i'm not thrilled with uh the the mask nonsense that happened over the summertime or in the fall oh i missed that yeah there were there were some 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 no mask business going on there so i wasn't thrilled with oh, that well, yeah i'm out 
Um, but Big Slice is uh, it's New York style pizza, so it's right there with my other favorite New York style places, Stubborn Brother, and um, and Mama Mary's. But the the, the owner Mo, um, he had brought it to so they don't deliver to where we live because they're they're way up in Alexis. They're like in between. Yeah, that's the like complete opposite end of town. They're in between the strip clubs. Well, no, they're well. Yeah, but Josh works over there sometimes, so <laughs> I'll have him pick it up. It, it it's a hall. They're they're actually right next to Miss Q, if you know where that is on Alexis. Okay, yeah. So, but Mo was like, "Hey, dude, I I like listening to the show. Um, I will bring it to you." I'm like, "You don't have to do that." He's like, "I'm gonna do it." So he did it, and nice. uh, it, it was it was delicious. I had posted pictures, and everybody was all about it. Um, but he asked me today, he's like, "Was it better now than when I brought it to you?" I was like. I mean, it's always good. great pizza is great pizza, but he pointed something out. Have you been to pizza places before? And the chain one is Sabaro, where they've got all the pizzas out, they're made, and then they stick them in the oven and heat them up. Yeah. Have you eaten pizza like that before? Uh, rarely, but I have. Okay. Um. So he did that, and it first of all, it was hot and warm as opposed to him making the trip to my house. And then he's like, yeah, it, it, by the slice, it tastes different because it's not, you know, settled in with the rest of the pie. But it was absolutely delicious. And um, they're introducing um, chicken chunks. And I, I said, I, I, yeah, exactly. Um, and he wanted, he has a very simple menu. It, it, it's a pizza place. And they do some, their subs are actually really good. However, he... However, he makes the chicken is delicious, and the bread he uses for the subs, it's not garlic bread, but it's not regular bread. It's hmm. it's very flavorful. Have you uh, ever had uh, Mancino's? I have not. but that's, that's pretty good, and it's on airport. Yeah, no, I, I pass them all the time. They're, uh, they're on the shopping center there. It, does mm-hmm. Mancino's, when they make their sub, yeah. Quiznos. Remember Quiznos? Yeah, I miss Quiznos. They they would their thing was we're not subway we toast our buns right right that's kind that's what uh that's what Mo does with the subs but there's like some garlic flavor and some butter flavor and the roll it's it's delicious but there's chicken chunks and um I brought some back to work here so my Josh can eat them and uh, I said dude you know what's gonna happen now he's like people are gonna people are gonna be like hey can I you can put chunk chicken chunks on the pizza and he kind of like sunk his shoulders because he knows and then I'm like hey you know what else I'm going to do hey uh, can you use chunk sauce instead of pizza sauce and kind of like <laughs> sunk his shoulders again because he like it's New York pizza if you want right. chicken chunks on your pizza go to fucking home slice <laughs> it, it probably wouldn't be that bad though the chicken chunks were good though so but it's super I delicious I love me some chicken nugs I, well I, I've said this for the longest time um Toledo, for whatever reason, does not embrace the chicken chunk as its own. And I guess if you look up, I, I mean, really, it's just a boneless wing, I guess. But chicken chunks in some way have, have their origin story here. The mud hens should, uh, should really lean into its chicken chunks, but the city itself should. It, like Chicago, deep dish pizza and hot dogs. You know, back, back home in Philly, uh, pizza, Water ice, soft pretzels, cheesesteaks. Like so many places have this this native food. We have chicken right. chunks and we, we don't prop that up enough here. Is chicken chunks not a thing other places? Nope. Nope. Really? Never knew what chicken chunks were till I got here. That's crazy. I did not know this. Yeah. So that that's why I, I wish we would make it more of a thing here and and 
you could argue, and I don't know who, I mean, there's people who eat at different places than I do who who can say who has the best chicken chunks. Do you, do you have a place, you have a preferred place? <sighs> Good question. I I could rank like my top five. Um, Number one, probably Wingstop. That's, um, that's chain though. I know. I would I would say like Frickers has great chicken chunks. Okay. Sidelines. Yeah. Sidelines is probably like the best local chicken chunks. That's uh Mo Frickers is regional. Um Mo at uh at, at Big Slice was like, yeah, they 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 do chicken chunks well. So um, Yeah, Sidelines is fantastic. Th- three more on your top 5 or I guess two more? I mean, B-dubs are great, but that's doesn't count. Too. Doesn't count. Um, what'd be the fifth one? I like uh, when when I go to Dirty Bird. Like half the time when I go there, I get the, Ooh, the Dirty Bird. Yeah, I get the chunk salad. Yeah, that's good too. So, but yeah, uh, we need to prop up the fact that yo chicken chunks are, are from here, and, and a lot of places make them really, really well. And if other people want to go, they're just boneless wings. Well, they can say that. That's totally fine. But that's that's the that's the best part. Like I love me some chicken wings. I could probably eat my weight in chicken wings. And chicken chunks are chicken wings, but you don't have a the mess because you can eat it with a fork, and b you don't have to worry about the bone. It's like everything good about a chicken wing without the mess. I don't disagree, but to me they're 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 different. It's like, um, and I'll come back to that. But it's like people who say, "Oh yeah, I read tons of books." No, you don't. You sit in your car and you listen to a book. Oh, like, that's completely different. Oh, Reading well, a book and listening to an audiobook <laughs> are completely different. They they are. People are like, yeah, I read tons of books. No, you you digest a book, but um, right. when you eat a wing wing, like there, it's there are obviously wing eating competitions, but there is like a sport to it and like how you eat it. There's something more than just um, you know enjoying the food. There's 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 a craft to it. Well, yeah, and then you have, like, the people that make the arguments of, like, the proper way of eating the chicken wing, like, on the side, or you can eat it like a savage and do, like, end-to-end, like, put the end and then pull it out your mouth. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? No, no there's, there, there are absolutely ground rules for, for wing eating, and that's why I say yep. it's, 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 it's the same, but it's very different from eating, like, you can't say, yeah, let's order wings. If you say we're ordering wings, that's how we're eating. Not and don't if you say we're ordering wings, don't expect to get boneless wings with me. The other rule that I know about is um, you can't like keep going to the napkin. You just have to keep going. Oh yeah, because why? <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're if you're going in right, you're just you're going in, and don't don't take a break. Don't just your hands are already dirty, so. Jump in, get it done, and then go wash your hands. Yep, there you go. If you try to go back and forth to the napkin, it's just it's just going to make an even bigger mess. You really are a pro. I had no idea. And the worst part is when you go to the napkin and it's like that sauce is congealed and now it's like a sticky. Yeah. Because then the napkin sticks to your hands and then it shreds apart and now you have napkin remnants on your sticky hands. So now you're trying to eat your wings and you're eating napkin at the same time. Oh, shoot. Uh, I got to do an accident real fast. But hold on. We're not done with this, okay? 
Okay. We're coming back to this. More wings in one second. Um, don't worry, podcast people. This traffic is not affecting you. Uh, <laughs> we've got an accident with an injury door at Richards. Be careful of that area. You'll face some slowdowns with that. Other than that, you're all clear. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Do you know where that is? Yep. Door at Richards? It's on my way to work. Is it real? That's right at the uh, 13 ABC station. Oh, okay. Oh, well, easy for them to, to do that. It's right outside their door. Um... Wing stuff. So now I want to. Uh, now I want to watch you. Now I want to buy you your weight. Well, I'm going to buy you a lot of wings and watch you eat them. Here's here's the thing with me. It's either wings or crab legs. Ew. And when I eat either one, it's not pretty. That's fine. <laughs> but they're very enjoyable. That's fine. Both. Yeah, I, I've. Uh, I, I don't eat wings anymore, and it, well, not that I don't, but usually when I eat, I'm on my iPad, and eating wings and being on an iPad just is, is not going to work for the obvious reasons. But yeah, when I, but you you watched that video of me and Floyd, right, where I almost died? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, that's how I, I eat wings, like you. Like, it's not about being clean. It's about maximizing the meat on the on the wing. And Absolutely. You, you got to get it all. And the Another, we should make the, the, the wing constitution. You'll probably you probably know this, and you'll certainly agree. There will be people um, who will eat wings, and then they'll put it down, and you be like, "You got a little left there, bro. Like you got to finish that up." Right, like you can't you can't leave meat on there. Right, right. What's um, prime? How are I? I haven't asked you this for a while because we we deal with if you keep the bows with Maddie, there'll be less <laughs> there'll be less of a five head. Shut up. First of all, she does not like bows. Like really? she doesn't like things on her head. So I don't know if that's going to even be a thing. Okay. <clears throat> um but uh she will grow into her five head. But like I said, I have a five head, so I'm not surprised. But uh, she she just, you know, she's got a little bit of peach fuzz, but she she needs more hair. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that cuz you I remember you were delighted like one of your one of the happiest parts of your whole little experience. Like, she has hair. I was. I was so excited because I was born bald as anything. So how, did it take you a while to get hair? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. How old Hair and teeth. <laughs> I mean, I was probably damn near a year before I got either. Really? Yeah. Um, I think I've sent you a picture. I, I, I did. I sent you a picture like within the last couple of days of, of a friend of mine's daughter. Uh, it was probably a Baby Yoda thing with her dad. Do you remember that? Was it Was it a kid that had like a crap ton of hair? No, it had no It had very little hair. It's a little girl that's like two and she's, she doesn't have much hair. But I, I guess... Go back and look. I, I guess so. And I, I was going to ask you like, Maddie's not a... Maddie's not... She's growing the Eric hair. Um, so, and I, I, I have, I know another person who has a daughter who didn't have a lot of hair and, and still doesn't. And it's not like any kind of medical thing. It's just, it's not kind of a disease or anything, right? No, it's, it's just, just the, genetics. It's right. Just, you know, I, my good friend had a daughter and, um, she's Paraguayan and her daughter, I mean, came out with a full head of hair, <laughs> like a ponytail. Right. And I mean, so there's, there's, you know, extremes. You have that, you know, the kid comes out needing a haircut <clears throat> and then you have other kids that come out like me and they're bald for the first year of their life. So, okay. All right. It just depends. 
Um, so she's she's good. We, we she's kind of like settled into like infant mode now, right? Yeah, she's good. She uh she did like last week go through. There's all these convoluted terms nowadays and all these apps for parents to track their development. But now instead of calling them just like growth spurts, they call them leaps. And so she went through her third leap, as they call it, uh, last week. So she was super cranky and devil baby for a couple days. And now she's totally fine again. Do you you think somebody was offended by growth spurt? Uh, Probably like me because I didn't have a (laughs) growth spurt. Uh, well, you didn't have a leap either. So. I, no, no, there's nothing like that. Um, yeah, she seems to settle just like into normal infant shit now. And like now, at least like for what I'm interested in, um, like now she's probably kind of boring until she's like two, right? Yeah, she's just like, she's in her groove. Uh, she'll be three months on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, she's just like in her groove. She's starting to, you know, grab for some stuff mm. and... She's pretty, you know, she's pretty content, very observant, just kind of, she's real chill, which I'm very, I'm very glad about. So does, uh, have, where is she with food? Like, what does she eat now? Uh, still on the boob milk. Mm. Yep. She's still rocking that. Well, half, half boob milk, help, half formula, but, uh, yeah, she's still rocking that. I don't, you can't really introduce foods until six months, I think. Did you read that on the internet? Uh, Different sources. Got it. Um, I feel like he's gotten the short shrift here. How's Josh? He's good. How's he doing? How's he doing with dad life? I'm sure he's delighted with his little girl. Has he had any struggles? Oh, yeah. He loves it. Uh, Not really. No. I mean, we're... She she has him. She has him. She's very chill, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. As and po- she absolutely loved him. She uh she responds really well to, to men at the moment, which is cool. Um, because some babies don't. I don't know if it's like their their deeper voices, but some babies don't do well with men and she really likes men. So um yeah, she loves her daddy and uh he can you know, he can do all the fun physical stuff with her. Like he'll hold her up and fly her through the house. Yeah. And she uh, just like thinks that's the coolest thing ever. We remember the baby Yoda video when she was like negative two yeah. days old. And I'm like, that, that looks awful. Dude. No, she loves, she loves that stuff. Like she, she is going to be a tomboy for sure. Okay. She loves it. She likes, yeah. She likes flipping upside down. And, oh dear. Don't tell know, me this. Doing all the, oh Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, good. How, and how are the dogs in general, but interacting with her? Um, they're completely indifferent. Gus is a little more interested in her. Um, just cause every time she cries, he's like, oh, what's the matter? And Tucker is just needy. So he, the, really they haven't changed. The word you're looking for is selfish. I, That's more pejorative. Yeah. 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 He, he, I mean, if you would have told him that you were adding to the household, he probably just would have... That's maybe why he left that one day. Left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was more like... I know, I know. But maybe he knew that you were trying, and he's like, I, I'm getting out of here. There's going to be one more mouth to feed that's less time to hang out with Gus. Or with me. Um, I'll give you the Diddy stuff. Okay. So, he... 
I go with the beginning of the year as their as their birthday. So he's about eleven. Andre's about eight. Um, so Diddy is, I guess, technically old, but as you know, I mean, he's got the energy of of a dog half his age. Right. Um, he has been drinking a lot of water lately, which leads to a lot of peeing. And I know that that sure. can that can be that can be some things. Um, and I know when I got Andre checked out for the weight loss a couple of months ago, it was like they do like a senior dog um, workup. So I'm like, well, you know what? Thankfully, I'm not hurting for money or anything like that. And it's very inexpensive. We're very reasonably priced at community pet care. So I'm 41 years old. I should be doing responsible things like this out of like habit. But I'm like, let me just pay the money and get this taken care of and get it out of the way. So um, they just they they did the senior. I'll get the results back on on Monday. Um, He also needed a nail trim. He doesn't need them um, because they're long but not sharp. Uh, and they, yeah, but you have to make sure that they don't start to like curl and mess with their, their gate. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing you wouldn't, you can look at his nails and go, shit, that's long Freddy Krueger. But like his lifestyle is not affected. Um, he doesn't get caught on like blankets or carpet or anything like that. He doesn't scratch up the floor. None of, none of that stuff. And he hates, hates having his paws, <laughs> touched his like he has gotten progressively worse getting his nails trimmed at first we when i first got him i would hold him um and his his paws would dangle and i got all scratched up and then i learned my lesson i'm like you can and then they've just taken him farther and farther back into the facility and the last couple of times the last time he got muzzled and then the last time they're like they're like here next time you do this give him these um like wow what are you trying to say about my dog he needs some like puppy <clears throat> CBD. Well, that's ba- I mean, they gave him uh, tra- trazodone and something else. Yeah, and I think trazodone is a sedative. So I gave him. They said give it one, give him one last night, and then one before you come to the appointment. Um, and he was relaxed as we got there, and then um, when I got him, he was super chill and then in the car he was leaning against the seat (laughs) uh he was totally out of it and and he was still out of it like a couple of hours later where i went upstairs to take a shower and diddy was like kind of he was out of it and i'm like i didn't want him to hurt himself so i just picked i just picked him up and carried him upstairs and he was still a little woozy when i left so he was really sedated and so that that's painting the picture of how drowsy he was. With that, the motherfucker still had to get muzzled. Oh my god! I'm t- he just hates those paws touched. Um, he's very much like a get off my lawn kind of dog. He's very in- he's very independent and very self sufficient. I was talking to somebody the other day about how Andre is the food maven. He's ravenous. He'll steal. I am certain. I'm a thousand percent certain when Andre has done all his devious things at home, Diddy's like, you are going to be in such, like, I could literally put Diddy's bag of food out and he wouldn't touch it because he knows that's not what we do. Diddy, Diddy is the dog that like did hard time. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he's very worldly. He knows what's up. Andre's just like, oh, let's, he's like the, you know, spunky teenager. Diddy's like, I've seen some shit. Right. 
You know what yeah. I mean? I, no, Andre's like, what What if I never eat again? Like, what if the guy doesn't come home? <laughs> right. Like, he's willing to test the system. Yeah. I, and, I, and I'm and i I'm so certain. And, and Diddy, I can just see Diddy sitting there straight up being so responsible. Yeah, no, you're right. Prison's the right way to go about it. Like, if we were talking about prison and, like, all the guards vanished and they left the gates open, there are certain dudes who are going to run. And then there are other people like, no, man, I, this, I've seen this movie before. Right. Everybody I'm out good. there. Everybody out there is getting eaten by brains um so i think at worst um diddy might have kidney disease or a kidney issue which isn't it worse though if they're not drinking water than if they're drinking a lot i don't know they said it could have they they said it could have been a urinary tract infection um but he's just drinking a lot of water so i i don't know and the good thing is He's he's totally fine. Like his behavior right. is fine. Um, you know, I, I've had some dogs that have aged really poorly, and these two knock on wood have not. In fact, um, when I when the woman when the the doctor was doing the exam today, um, she's like, yeah, his his uh, his cruciate injury seems completely healed. There's no. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, remember when he ripped up his knee last year? Shush. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did it. <laughs> When you Gosh. broke my dog. Well, if it makes you feel better, Gus, his is never healed, and he still uh, limps. His so. dislocated knee. Yeah. Ah, oh, poor guy. Um, I, the woman was like, "Yeah, it's totally healed." I'm like, "You know what? I forgot about it." And I could have told you, I could have saved you from examining him from how he comes down the stairs. So, yeah. Um, but that. Oh, one more thing with Diddy. So. Um, I'm thinking, you know, I know that with urination, it's it's possibly a kidney thing. And I guess if it is a kidney disease, it's manageable. Um, well, it might just be diet, you know, a could diet be, change. It could be. Or just, you know, they get older. They have to go out more often. Like, I've been down that road before. Right. So, I, I get it. Um, as opposed to, you know, when he had that 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 growth on his on his leg that we got to or, or cancer or whatever. Um, so I'm like, it's a pee thing. I'm like, I got to get a urine sample. But usually, you get the urine sample when you leave the vet appointment, right? Yeah. How else? I mean, what, it what, what would you do otherwise? Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, let me tell you what I did. Oh, so, I'm, I'm thinking, I got to get a urine sample. I mean, they can always just give me the container. I can go home and then bring it back. But let me save myself a trip in these times that are rife with a, with a, 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 a lethal virus. The less people I see and they see, the safer we all are. So it's, I don't know. I don't know how many ounces. Maybe it's four ounces of a container that they give yeah, you. Yeah, about, yeah. Um, Like it, some people have spices in, in that size container, if, if that paints a picture. So I'm like, shit, I don't have any of those. And my Tupperware is like kind of nasty. <laughs> well, you know how they tell you to throw all your old medications away? Yeah. Why well, don't do that? Um, I have. Oh, of course you don't. I have a. Um, I when he went outside to pee, I put a I put a cup under his little pooter, <laughs> and and I got to pee. Did you just call it a pooter? His little pooter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Oh I'm, my god! No, you didn't. I'm like Andre, stop licking your pooter. Oh god. So I have uh, a mostly unused three-month prescription of Cymbalta. Um, I got it filled, and then shortly thereafter, I switched the dosage. 
So I had the thing full as anything. So it was a three month prescription. So it's bigger than the regular prescription bottle. And I'm like, this is perfect. Come back inside, go. pour it in there. And uh, I I take Diddy to, to the vet. I'm like, here's a urine sample. And I'm like, don't worry. I realize it's my information on there, but it's his urine. <laughs> well, you could have taken the label off. I don't, I don't care. So. Oh. But uh, that was that. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I I wrote it down and I didn't. How your dad is? Your, for those that don't know, um, we didn't talk about it last week. But your dad has been moved a step down from the ICU, right? Yep. So uh, he finally last was it last Sunday. Yeah, it was last Sunday. Um, or this yeah, this last Sunday, they uh, let him leave the ICU, and now he's just in a regular hospital room. Um, and he's still got some, some lung healing to do before they will release him. Uh, but, uh, he's, he's doing well. He, uh, he's still on oxygen, but it's, you know, minimal compared to what he was on. Um, and he has a walker. So he's slowly the last couple of days been trying to move around from the bed to the bathroom. Uh, you say he's uh, lost a lot of weight. He's lost sixty six pounds. That's that's bad, but it's also kind of good in a way, right? Like, oh yeah, it's 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 really good, and uh, you know he basically cheated death, so he's got a a whole new outlook on life, and I think he uh, he'll be changed for the better coming out of it. But like healthier lifestyle, a little more exercise, yeah. better political choices, stuff like that. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. He's out of the ICU. I, I waited till he was out of the ICU to make a joke. He's getting better. I can make the crack. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Down that 60 pounds. He could have scaled those capital walls like nobody's business, though. All right, I'm done. He, yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think he's that. Uh... I lost that much weight. Did I lose you? You're back. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Uh-oh, what happened? Somebody tried to call me. Bastards. Um, I'm disappointed that Philip didn't join us because uh, I wanted to get his perspective. It's it's amazing. I know we only have him on once a week, but it shows you. I was talking to God, thought provoking. I, I never would have guessed it, but Peapod today of all people talked about like how. I mean, we're always living in history in some way, but but this has been some kind of thing with obviously the the pandemic, but the election and then what happened at the Capitol the other day, and every week or at least every other week, it seems like. Philip is able to offer a wonderful perspective from over in London, what people are talking about over there about how we look. Yeah. Well, and that's why I texted him uh, that next morning and was like, you know, what's it like to be in another country right now? Because I, I know how up in arms we are here, but I, you know, that's like, it would be like us waking up and seeing, you know, somebody storming the the capital in russia or something like that no like, no i can see that more like, like no. you think oh that's that's not gonna happen here and sure shit like that's us yeah i know um i i was asked to take down a facebook post the other day by work which is totally fine like i work has been very sensitive and and they're more targeting people they've actually like put in these emails like you know none of they, i'm gonna i'm gonna um summarize this None of your stupid conspiracy theory shit. <laughs> um, and like really right. just just do the news. And I thought what I put was was fairly tame. And actually, it's been commonly said across so many spectrums over the last couple of days. 
And I think you maybe you, you, even you saw the tweet or the um, the Facebook post. I'm like, we look like a country right now where Borat would shoot a, shoot a movie. I mean, it's kind of true. Right, 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 right. I mean, and... We look a little nuts. Politically speaking, it has been very quiet on the... Uh, on your dad's side of the spectrum and those yeah, followers, I've, I mean, cause what's, what, that way too. what was done is what was done was indefensible. Um, like, well, and because I think that there, there are Trump supporters that I shut know, up, Maddie. I don't like him either. Give her the tip um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, I, I think they support him for economic reasons or policies that they think, affects their lifestyle your dad uh and i don't think that any of any of the trump supporters that i know uh supported what happened on wednesday so i think that's why they probably just kind of so so you shut their mouth so you you have heard or not heard what i've experienced like it's been crickets like it's just been a cascade of if those are black people there'd be dead bodies all over and everything Everything like that. I watched an incredible video today that I had not seen. It's two days old. I'll describe it and share it if you want. I, I tweeted it, so you might have seen it. I know that you lurk on there. Um, so I think many of the images have been disseminated, but I don't know how I didn't see this because I guess it's been viewed 7 million times. There is a black, what I'm only assuming, Capitol Police officer. He is... Um, looking at a doorway in the Capitol on the first floor, and people are trying to come in. And he's like, no, get back, get back. He put his hand on the guys, like, get back. And they just kept pushing forward and forward. And basically they backed him up like three flights of stairs until he got back up. And I'm, I mean, it's it's inarguable. Like, no one on the other side has said, no, 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 They if these were black people, they wouldn't have been shot because we know it's not true. If this If this black, whatever law enforcement agency he worked for, um, would have shot that white dude, that dude, I'm fairly certain the people behind him would have lynched that black man. Yeah, I kind of feel that too. So, and I can't imagine, and that is another in, inequity. I mean, but but here's the thing. They, even, even knowing that there were people that might come to the Capitol to protest. Oh, yeah. It would have been... I mean, you. There would have been tanks. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even have gotten to that point. And you know what? And that, that's that's what I've enjoyed. It's the good part of the last three days. Nobody on the other side that says, "Oh, I don't know about that." No one has said a thing because because they shouldn't because they're wrong. Right. Well, because it, they've things have happened too close together to say that it would it wouldn't be that way. I mean. You know, six months ago, we saw what happened. Yeah. And then we saw what happened two days ago. So how was it different? Because it's not. Yeah. Um, I was reading uh, something on NBC24 today. Uh, One of the, Bream, Alaska, caught up with a couple of, uh, with a mom and daughter who went there and shared their experiences. And I'm going to misquote it, but you'll get the idea. The mom said... She thinks it got out of hand because the Capitol Police were being provocative. <laughs> that's insane. Um, pretty sure not. That's insane. Even if they were, you have no right to climb a federal building. I mean, that's just them trying not to get arrested after the fact. I, I, why? Who was going to arrest you? Clear, no one was getting arrested on that day. 
And at this point, no, no. At this point, the internet is doing a better job identifying. I read a, there's a blog that I read. It's called Marginal Revolution, and there's two bloggers, and they're libertarian, conservative, but socially liberal. So I, I and they have a, a lot of great posts in there. One guy is a lot more in your face than the other. The in your face guy blog today is like. We failed. We failed knowing the pandemic was going to come. We failed vaccinating the pandemic. We knowing the vaccinations were coming. We failed to secure the capital, knowing people were coming. <laughs> like it's been a bad year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know the memes of twenty twenty one saying twenty twenty hold my beer, yeah. and that's you know the last eight days have just been uh, the season two. So. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to to inauguration. Um, I just hope that you know I I I don't even care anymore. I want to move on from from the to you know one sidedness. What happened happened, and I just I want people to realize, you know, for for whatever reason that you supported this man, like you need to take a step back and realize that he he was not leading the country and and we need to get away from that and i just i really hope that moving forward we can figure out how to come together with some consensus of what we really want in this country because we've kind of getting a gotten a taste for what it could be like if we continue to stay so divided and so you know against each other instead of trying to compromise and, and understand each other and do what's best for the greater good. And uh, so I just, I hope we can move past this because this is just outrageous. And I think we will to a degree. We'll, the politics will settle back into the middle and there will be extremes on both sides. Um, and, but, but really the compromise happens in the middle. If you watched any of the congressional, um, when they, when they reconvened Congress the other night and, and watched all the speeches, God, even Lindsey Graham was like, count me out. Now, granted, it was way too late. Uh, and they're just trying to save face at this point, but yeah, like the compromise and the, and the betterment of the country for, for the majority of people happens like in the middle and we need to quiet the extremes on both sides. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like I've always said, AOC is a direct result of Donald Trump. Um, just capitalizing. I mean, we live in a loud world. I mean, look at your social media. The things that cut through are the most bombastic, over-the-top things. Um, and it sucks that he, he he preyed upon that by being loud. I mean, that's what made him a reality star. Unfortunately, well, and that's who gave him attention and that's what he fed off of. Yeah, he was a symptom of the larger problem. And it goes back to, you know, a lot of responsibilities that that Facebook and Twitter and other social medias have. And unfortunately, by him being the president, he brought like the loud. I mean, there was always the, you know, Alex Jones, right? He's the guy that said Sandy Hook was a was a false flag or nobody really died or something. Yeah. And got and got got sued by parents like with with a, a loud person, especially of that political leaning, being the president, he brought a lot of that crazy into the middle. And uh, the word people have used, and I've said for for a while now, and it, but it's been used a lot the other day. He has been an incendiary president, like literally. We had to wake up every morning and go, "What? What did he tweet about that we're going to be at each other's throats for?" That's not going to be a problem moving forward. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and there are people that supported him that were like, you know, we need somebody in office that's going to shake things up because, you know, the system's flawed or whatever. And they appreciated that, you know, he was going to say whatever he wanted. And I understand that. Like, I understand people, you know, that have a distrust for the government wanting somebody that was going to, you know, tell them like it is. But that might have been how it started, but that's not how it went. And, you know, I think I think it's going to be better. You know, I, I see the, the cabinet that Biden's put in and I see, you know, the changes happening where we're trying to we're getting some more diversity in, in there. And I think that's where the change is going to come instead of trying to just put some radical character in there to shake it up. Like, yeah, that's that's not that's not the that's not the reflection of of Americans. And I I hope people realize that now. Well, in a, in a way, it's a reflection of a lot of Americans, but it shouldn't be who represents us as as the leading country in the world. Like, right, right. Have, and I, have, I would hope that that's not the majority, is what I mean. And I, 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 it's tens of millions for sure, but it's not the majority, but it's a lot of people, and those people need to go back to the fringes, but he emboldened them, and that's why things like Wednesday happened. And again, look, we all want the, the average person that we can relate to in office, but you're taught this is not your city councilman. This is not Nick Comives who hangs out at George's or Sam Melton who's riding his bike through Old Orchard. This is the fucking president of the United States. Like, right. This is the leader of the free world. <laughs> you've got to have some decorum, self respect for yourself and, and respect for others who deserve it. You've got to manage relationships. You've got to be a diplomat. And all he did when he didn't like somebody was um, fire them or sue them. And I mean, it just it was going to be bad and it was probably as bad as I expected to be. Thankfully, it wasn't worse. And look, next time for for half those tens of millions of people who are like, there's got to be a normal person there. There's got to be somebody who's not a politician. I hope they go. Okay, I hope at least it's somebody who isn't like out to get other people or out to to get things for themselves, because that's all he's done. Yeah. What's Maddie up to? She's uh, I'm holding her right now. Hi, Maddie. She's getting, she's getting bored. She wants to be entertained. Huh. You want to uh, be entertained? Well, this is not an entertaining podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you got anything else? Or we can wrap up. Um, I don't think so. What are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? Probably not a lot. Um, probably helping my mom get uh, the house cleaned up. I know she... Uh, Wants to make sure she's prepared if, if my dad gets released to come home in the next couple of weeks. So probably doing that and uh, just laying low okay. again. Are you doing dry January after your month of flaming gingerbreads? Oh, no. No. Nope. Right, right, nope. right, right. That's it, not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Dry January is, is super dumb. Um, We'll uh, we'll set up, uh, we'll set up Gerky. Um, tell him like roughly. And I, I kind of want you to be on. Can it just be him and you? Rather than him and the other guy? Sure. Okay, I think that'll work best. And let's like loosely target next Wednesday. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Do you know what time? Um, you can just text me. 3.30 or so. We'll, we'll set it up, but that's the ballpark. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.